Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. All right, all right, all right, all right. What's going on? I am here for you. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. I'm Rick Tittle. This is Titillating Sports. And wherever you might happen to be listening to us in this great land of ours, we certainly appreciate all that you do keeping us safe especially on the American Forces Radio Network. Some of you aren't in the military and you're keeping us safe. I guess that's what I was trying to get to. First responder. When did that term come in? I think that came in like around 9-11. When people started talking about first responders, I was like, what does that mean? It's like, that's cops and firemen and paramedics. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, Wherever you are, if you're keeping us safe, we appreciate it. (laughs) And we would love to have you... Be a part of the show, whatever job you're with, or whatever. even if you're unemployed. Get off the couch, you bum. Guess what? The Golden State Warriors are champions of the world. And I had a good old time with that. And we won't be able to talk about it until 1025. Uh, we've got a lot of, as you know, our good, very good friend Jan Wall is going to come in. And we're going to talk to some Hollywood types, as we do, on a uh, Friday morning. At 10.25, I will get some open time, and in the uh, third hour as well, we'll get a lot of time to run the rule over what went down in the NBA Finals. But congratulations to my Warriors and to Steph Curry getting the MVP. All is right in the world of basketball when those things happen. And to me, this one, I mean, 2015 was great because it had been 40 years, but there's something about this one after being the worst team in basketball two years ago, all the doubters... You know, KD left. What's going to happen? And to beat a storied franchise, one of the great franchises of all time in Boston, they had the best defense in the NBA. Is just something a little extra special about this one. We'll talk about it. 1-800-878-PLAY. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. We'll get Twitch.tv going as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Hello. Discover here to explain our cash back match. 
Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. As always, on a Friday in the first hour, we love bringing in our good friend Jan Wall, the film critic extraordinaire, and we talk to people in the entertainment world. Janie, how are we? So good. I saw the new Elvis movie. It is amazing. Who plays Elvis again? Oh, he's so good. Uh, I've got to look up his name. I've never heard of him before. But we're talking Oscar time, baby. 
All right, we will get to that, but let's first go to our uh, guest, and uh, that is uh, Paul Rowan, who uh, joins us from uh, overseas. And um, hold on just one second here. What is it, Dominic? I'm getting all I'm getting all mixed up now. I'll talk about Elvis. Okay. I'm getting a different name. This isn't Paul Rowan. This is Austin Butler. Austin Butler, yes. That's the guy's name who plays Elvis. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. He just texted me the name Austin Butler and I thought we were right. I thought we were switching guests. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> I wish. All right. Well, no, look, not that I don't like this guest. I'm uh, sure he's uh, Okay. It just says Austin Butler. I'm sorry, Paul. Paul Rowan is with us. He is the author of a new book from the University Press of Kentucky. Oh my god, I read this book. It's amazing. Ryan's Daughter: The Making of an Irish Epic. Uh, first of all, um, uh, Paul, welcome to the show. Ryan's Daughter was an epic romantic drama, 1970. David Lean, you had Robert Mitchum and, and Sarah Miles set in World War I with a married Irish woman. How did this all get together for you to write a book about this? Um, because Kerry, where the movie is set, uh, was the holiday destination year after year. For my family, since I was um, knee high to a grasshopper, really. This is County um, County Kerry. County Kerry, yeah, uh, which is on the on the west coast of Ireland. Many of your uh, listeners will probably know us. Uh, uh, many of them, some of them, will have Irish ancestry from the west of Ireland. Kerry is considered arguably the most beautiful part of Ireland, the Emerald Isle, uh, mountains, lakes, beaches, uh, nice people. And uh, a great setting for a romantic movie like Ryan's Daughter on the wild uh, west coast of Ireland, which obviously David Lean realized when he scouted the, the area and, and was convinced that uh, this was the place where he could make his movie rather than, say, India, where he, which he also considered. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was an unusual place for David Lean to make a movie. You might remember... He made Lawrence of Arabia in the deserts uh, in Jordan and, and in Spain. He made Bridge on the River Kwai in Salon. Um, Dr. Zhivago was made in Spain. So he was coming a fair bit north to a bit more of a wilder, desolate place in, in many ways, uh, where, where the weather was far more unpredictable, which was one of the main reasons why uh, the film ran over so long. I love this book so much because it shows you what went into the making of this really supreme epic film and how Robert Mitchum misbehaved. Uh, yeah, Robert uh, Mitchum, he, um, on his downtime, he certainly misbehaved. Um, he was obviously, he was away from his, his family and his long-suffering wife, Dorothy, uh, although she did visit from time to time. Um, and she kind of, accepted uh, Robert's behavior as part of the package, really, I think. Um, uh, he, he got up David Lean's nose quite a bit with his sort of messing around on the, um, on the set. Uh, uh, Mitchum was kind of a tough guy, as you, as you all remember. He considered uh, act, the acting profession, which earned him such a great living, to be a little bit perhaps effeminate, not, not the kind of macho profession that he, he, he was perhaps... Uh, you know, naturally drawn to. So it was, it was, it was in his locker to to play up and and to to play down his acting ability, and and so therefore he he wasn't what you might describe as a method actor, 
when he when he as soon as he came out of character, he was messing around, having the odd drink, uh, having the odd dodgy guest on the set, uh, and much of that was what uh, annoyed the very serious English director David Lean. Um, which is why they started to fall out quite spectacularly as the movie went on. You know, you mentioned some of the greatest movies of all time, Bridge on the River Kwai, Lawrence of Arabia, Dr. Zhivago. Do you feel that Ryan's daughter is underappreciated and, and really unknown in some parts? Uh, yes, uh, it is certainly, um, it is the runt of the David Lean epic litter. There's no doubt about that, really. You can't get away from that. Um, you know, although, although it's a very fine movie in lots of ways. And, and for some of uh, Lean aficionados, it, it's their favorite movie, maybe, maybe because nobody else kind of liked it. Um, but it, 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 um, it was kind of like a simple love story um, that was kind of rather overblown. Even the producer admitted to me before he died that that David was in epic mode um, at that stage in his career and, and found it very difficult to snap out of it. He, he wanted to make a small movie, but I think MGM in part, the, the, obviously the, the, who were backing the movie, uh, wanted him to stay to stay in big epic mode. He filmed the in seventy millimeter camera, which is uh, you know a massive uh, you know widescreen camera, and. Um, yeah, so 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 really, uh, the kind of characters were kind of dwarfed by the by the huge landscapes and the and the big beaches and the, all those kind of shots, and and then the, the plot kind of petered out a bit because they couldn't really agree on how to end it. But it's got some magnificent parts to it. Some of the acting is great. Uh, the, the the scenery is absolutely spectacular. Sir John Mills and, won an Academy Award for it. Yes. Uh, Freddie Young, Freddie Young won an Academy Award for uh, for uh, the director of, of photography. He he, he won for best um, cinematography. Um, there was a couple of other uh, Oscar awards as well. So it um, it didn't it didn't kind of sweep the boards though. Like for instance, Lawrence did, or indeed even Bridge on the River Kwai. Uh, like Lean wouldn't have even been nominated uh, for best director. It didn't get a nomination for best film. So so it wasn't like and it wasn't great. It, it, the critics kind of uh, went to town a bit. They felt Lean was kind of uh, outmoded and, and kind of outdated. And and it sort of knocked him really, really severely, the reaction to the movie. And you know, he didn't he only made one more movie in his lifetime after that, even though he was, you know, he was about 58 odd when he made Ryan's Daughter. 14 years later, he made A Passage to India. Which was another kind of epic kind of movie, but but that was it. That that was the last movie he ever made. And you know, people, some of the actors would say that if it, if if Ryan's daughter hadn't been savaged, he might have made another four or five movies. But uh, but it was savaged by and large at the time. Although I think people have now sort of uh, you know away from the the early seventies, which you might remember was a time when when there was a lot of these kind of very edgy movies that 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 uh, like uh, for instance. Um, uh, medium cool and, and easy rider they were the fashionable movies at the time um ryan's daughter now is, is, is sort of still finding an, a new audience and, and and people appreciate it for what it was i love the book it's so full of the sexuality of sarah miles what she was like and kind of a wild child during the making of this film i don't know how they got this movie made because you had drunk robert mitchum acting out you had sarah miles sleeping around i mean it was just crazy yeah we only have about 20 seconds but i have to ask you really quick robert mitchum's irish accent thumbs up thumbs down 
Um, ooh, thumbs up. Thumbs okay. up. It's really difficult <laughs> to do. Really difficult to do an Irish accent. Who's the most recent casualty in that regard? There's been a whole, a whole, a whole list of, of uh, you know, think about Ryan O'Neill and Barry Lyndon, yeah, Tom Cruise, and, and much more recent <laughs> examples. I mean, it's much better than Tom Cruise. So it's really, really difficult to do an Irish accent. And Robert gave it a pretty good uh, go, and 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 he will say that that was how he was told to do it. All right. And, and yes, that Sarah, Sarah was a, was a character, all right, although. She, she did deny the sleeping around bit, but um, there was lots of other shenanigans for sure. All right, we got to run. Paul Benedict Rowan. The book is Ryan's Daughter, The Making of an Irish Epic, available from University Press of Kentucky. Congratulations on the book, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, John. Thanks for it. All the best. All, All right, uh, and uh, Jenny will come back on the other side. Is it Donna Sachet or Sachet? Donna Sachet. Yeah, I thought I was going to go with the French. Sachet, oui. Je ne parle pas français, je suis américain. Come on back. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. That's 800 811 7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise 
business doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539, or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. I guess I have that effect on people. Rick Tittle and Jan Wall with you, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Uh, Coming up on Saturday, the 25th, as part of uh, Pride Month, it is the Love is in the Air Pride Brunch benefiting PRC, be hosted by Gary Virginia and our guest, Donna Sachet. This will be at the Westin St. Francis. Donna, welcome to the program. Uh, what is it like to sort of, I guess, get out of this pandemic, knock on wood, and do everything in person again? Well, thank you for having me on. I keep comparing it to like cattle in a, in a pen. We were circling and circling. Where's the damn gate? And now there's the gate, and we're all charging through it. <laughs> and you are charging through it, looking fabulous. Hi, How Donna. Are you, Jen? I'm doing great. I'm glad to see it coming. Oh, God, Gary, Virginia, and Donna Sachet have the most amazing, fun, colorful, connecting, just loving brunch, uh, musical. Everything about this brunch is great because it's celebrating pride. Uh, the, the marshals, the, the community, the organizations. Oh, Donna. And, and you know, the attendance has grown every year, Jan. We started a, at a small restaurant and had maybe, I don't know, 20 or 30 people. We made maybe $1,000 and and it grew from there. This is the 24th annual Pride Brunch, and we have over 300 people already registered. It's at the Western St. Francis, right in Union Square. Um, we've got new entertainment, new decor. Uh, Grand Marshals are going to be phenomenal. I, I'm anxious to hear from uh, Sherry Cola, our, one of our celebrity Grand Marshals, and Amy Schneider the, for Jeopardy fame. She's oh, one of our Amy Schneider from Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. Have you met her yet, Dan? <laughs> You know what, Donna, as I, as I see in Pride Month here in downtown San Francisco, I see tourists from all over the world every June. You know, I think I kind of take it for granted because I'm a native of the Bay Area how uh, more accepting we are of people and more diverse. But what does it mean for some people to come from areas of the world where they can't have that type of pride to, to sh- finally be able to show it in public? I think it's a great reminder to us when we do see people come in like that. Uh, there are lots of places, just, um, just in the United States alone, where the very simplest things we enjoy here are not even uh, legal sometimes or certainly not permissible or frowned upon. Um, so it's good for us to see that people are uh, happy to be in a place that's very unusual for them. Um, there are lots of uh, people who come in and, and help the economy, too. We love that. We, as entertainers, want audiences in our crowds, and we're going to have them this weekend and next weekend. So... Uh, 
it's a it's a very freeing thing to come to a place where you are not such a tiny minority that you have to hide and be alone. There are people like you, no matter who you are, and we just have to have happen to have that thing in common that we're LGBTQ plus. Uh, and allies, big allies, and it's so you know if you're a straight person, you still fit in better than I mean as much as anyone because well, you're allies. The proof of the <laughs> You're the proof in the pudding, Jan. You're our greatest ally. You're there for us at every turn. Always will be. Donna and I, Donna Sachet, is really famous uh, all over the world, really, but definitely in the Bay Area because you are like an ambassador. How do you describe your role? I mean, for so many years, you've, you know, you've been well, such a big part of the community. Well, I really love my community. You know, when I first came here, I moved here from New York, and it was kind of a hard transition. But within a year or so, I figured out there was a great community here I was missing out on by not being involved more. So I started volunteering. I joined the San Francisco Gaming Chorus. I canceled my New York Times subscription <laughs> and said, I'm going to live in San Francisco, and I'm going to be a part of it. And they met me halfway. They encouraged uh, my creative ideas. I started producing events and, and just, just kind of adding to the luster that I found here, and I've been doing it ever since. Oh, you've done so much, and when we do the Gay Pride Parade together, when we've narrated it together, you really know every organization. I mean, the people don't realize you've got everything from, uh, you know, uh, dancers to, to people from, F- I mean, from Alaska, Hawaii, you know, Guam, take- uh, you know, the Netherlands. I mean, people from all over the world come to this thing, but also the organizations. Right, and I take that job seriously. You know, it does look like fun, and it is fun to be on here. But, I mean, I take it seriously. Every group that comes by has a reason for being. Some are brand new. Maybe there's six people that are perhaps from uh, immigrants from another country that have never seen such freedom. They're walking down Market Street with all these people. And then there's another group that might have hundreds of people that's well-established. But each one deserves their moment, and uh, we try to give it to them. As I said, all proceeds support PRC. Tell us a little bit more about that organization, please. Uh, well, the Pride Bunch has been, uh, the beneficiary of Pride Bunch has been PRC for all 24 now of its years. And PRC is a co- combination of a couple of agencies, and they really address heart, heart problems, heart problems that, uh, and their work is really life-changing. It's people with uh, mental, uh, 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 mental issues. It's people with substance abuse issues. It's people that are facing homelessness, and maybe their AIDS diagnosis for the first time. They're t- totally confused. What do I do? Where do I go? Because that's still happening. People are still getting diagnosis. And uh, then you know about prevention. Then you know about care and all the lifelines that are available to them. And Donna and I both write for the San Francisco Bay Times, which is this wonderful newspaper that really has its, um, you know, understands the community and helps promote it and support it. So if you need more details, there's also that. But the Pride Brunch, you really get to know the celebrity grand marshals and people you don't and, normally and, get close to. And think about all the people we've had there, Jan. But my, one of my favorites was Sir Ian McKellen when he was there, and he uh. gave a you know an inspiring speech. And then somebody yelled out, "Don't you have a tattoo?" And he said, "Let me finish my speech." And when he finished, he took his shirt partially off so he could show us his tattoo. It's that sort of you know devil may care fun event that people just get a kick out of. A serious moment yeah. and fun moment. But when, when once he showed you the tattoo, did you say great or did you go ew? <laughs> There was a story behind it, so I'll, I'll let you tell that another time. But the story behind it made it very charming. And oh, he's yeah. a great guy. So so Ian McKellen. And there's been like many that. others that are just amazing. George Takai from Star Wars. Uh, I'm sorry, Star Trek. And so yeah. many others uh, that, that are so exciting. And the politicians <laughs> great, as well get down and, and get honest. You know, they really talk from the heart. 
great activist, the late Jim, Jim Hormel was there as a guest. I mean, uh, I'm Jim Alpin, the, the uh, author, of course, and just our community really represented at their best light. You know, being a grand marshal is great. You get to ride down the uh, street, as Jan knows, because she was a grand marshal, but right. that's just uh, one part of it. When you go to the Pride Bunch, you get to uh, speak to your public and tell them what it means to you and what they think the future of the, of the movement is. Are you going to have music this year? Because I'll be there. Absolutely. I want some, some new surprises. Yes, yeah, some new surprises. Some new entertainment I think you'll really get a kick out of. Maybe you'll sing because you sang for the Giants, right? I was the first drag personality to sing the national anthem for a major league team, and that was for the Giants, and I will always be appreciative of that. That really says a lot about San Francisco. It was a big deal for everybody, but we did it here first, and we've done so many things here first. I would tell Jan that I... I think there's something in the water or the air here, and I'm going to keep drinking it and breathing it because I love San Francisco. <laughs> Do you think also, you know, San Francisco in the last few years, a lot of businesses have moved out, a lot of conventions saying it's, you know, homeless and stinky. We're getting out of San Francisco. So what is it like to say, look, we're still here, we're a great city, and just to show some of that, that good stuff about it? Well, I tell you, anybody that lives in a city knows that all American cities, maybe all cities across the world, I'm not sure, but they are facing difficult uh, problems, and they're not things that happened yesterday or last year. They're decades in the making. So we've got to face those problems. But this is the time to celebrate and find common ground and see how far we've come. And I've had friends already arriving. I have a friend here from Canada. We uh, went out the other night, and I said, I, how do you feel about the look of the city? And they didn't notice a lot of the things that really bother us like crazy because we're here with them all the time. She was just delighted to be in a city where she, where she was so free and had so many options. Oh, I can't believe you're going to be at the St. Francis Hotel. It's the most historic <laughs> it's blind, all and it's where the Fatty Arbuckle scandal happened in the 1920s. Oh, my But it's such an elegant side. I had to digress that's there. Just, almost every president has stayed there. And now yeah. we have an empress and a Mr. San Francisco leather there. But, oh! <laughs> well, Jan, I have to ask you, was Fatty guilty? Um, I believe he was innocent. Really? I think he was set up. Yeah, we'll have to do that sometime. Donna loves it when we get into Hollywood lore. Uh, we'll do it another time. But uh, yep. I'm telling you, Jan this side... Jan Wall and I have to have lunch maybe once a month, and when we do, it's not an hour lunch. It's like two hours. We've got so much to say. <laughs> All right. Well, for, for more information, uh, how can people get involved? Well, it's such a pleasure having you uh, having me on the show. I appreciate that. Um, you can go to prc-sf.org. That's the organization that benefits and has all the information there. And um, I hope we'll have more than 300 people. I'd love to see all kinds of people from all parts of the community. And you will see people there in business suits. You'll see people there in drag. You'll see people there in leather. And you'll see Jan Wall in one of her hats. (laughs) Jan, maybe go with some chaps. Oh, honey, I can't outdo Donna Sashay. Nobody looks as classy <laughs> and as beautiful. Somebody pointed out to and me I that... I to talk about Hollywood. So. Yeah, somebody pointed out to me that the term assless chaps is redundant. They're all assless. <laughs> is that right? Feel, oh, God. I feel sorry for know. uni when that happens. That's <laughs> <my> <laughs> all right, Saturday, June 25th, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., Weston St. Francis Hotel, right down here on Powell Street, for the Pride Brunch, benefiting PRC, Gary, Virginia, and our guest, Donna Sashay. Well, host, Donna, uh, congratulations, and uh, thanks for coming on. Bye, Donna. Thank you. 24 years, and we're going to keep going. Thank okay. you. Okay. All right, uh, good stuff. And, uh, Jen, I understand coming up next, I'm going to have a director in studio, so it's going to be uh, us and uh, you. You ready for that? I'm ready, baby. All right, let's do it. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Bible.
At Wendy's, we make breakfast better. Like with our breakfast baconator. Better from top to bottom bun. Savory sausage patty? Better. Crispy oven baked bacon? Better. Fresh cracked egg? Better. The breakfast baconator might just be the greatest breakfast sandwich of all time. So you can keep settling for not better, or you can get a better breakfast from Wendy's. Tough choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Better Breakfast. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything bagel we'll be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-824-5131 That's 800-824-5131 Oh come now, don't be ashamed We all have our idiosyncrasies you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. 
Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle and Jan Wall with you, coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. We're now joined in studio. Very nice to have him. It's Peter McDowell, director and producer of a new documentary called Jimmy in Saigon. And this is a very personal story, uh, Peter, because this is about your older brother, isn't it? Yes, yes. He was almost 20 years older than me. He was the oldest in the family. I was the youngest. um, And he died in 1972 which uh, he died actually exactly almost 50 years ago, June of 1972, when I was five and he was 24 in um, sudden and mysterious circumstances in Saigon. Now, let's talk about it. He was in Vietnam. He was in our military. He left and then went back. What was that all about? Yeah, so it was a very unusual circumstance uh, at the time because he was he he went over, um, he was in the Army. He went over in 1970 and uh, at that point, um, soldiers were supposed to be there for about a year, but they had enough people. So basically, they let him have you know an honorable discharge after six months. So he left after six months, but then c- came back to the U.S. and almost immediately wanted to return as a civilian. So it was very unusual at the time. Um, he gave some reasons, and some of them later on after he died seemed like they were maybe excuses and things that didn't line up with what other people said. So as I grew up, I, I knew there was some mystery and confusion about his life and death in Vietnam. And um, 12 years ago, I started making this film, and I started out by interviewing everyone who ever knew him uh, before he died, including my mom, my whole family, and all of his friends. And this is Pride Month. Hi, this is Jan Wall, and this is such a touching, moving, unusual film. Um, this is Pride Month, and we're talking about people who, uh, you know, had sexual confusion or gender identity issues. And um, how does that play in here? Thank you. Yeah, well, sir, first of all, thank you for your kind words. Um, you know, I'm a gay man. I came out when I was 17, and it wasn't until maybe 10 years after that that my mom said, oh, I always wondered if your brother Jimmy maybe was gay. And I said, what? I can't believe you never told me that. And she gave me her reasons. And, um, yeah, essentially, you know, he became very close with the Vietnamese family. He uh, ended up learning Vietnamese. He just really connected with the country. And when he died, before he died, he portrayed a Vietnamese girl as his girlfriend. But then after he died, my mom was in touch with that girl. And she said, you know, we are all so devastated by your son's death, but... I have to say, I didn't really know him that well. He was really my brother's friend, and they spent all their time together. And my brother just weeps and looks at, you know, your son's photo. So, you know, I was very intrigued by this, and I thought, I've got to find these people. I have to find this girl and this boy. And when I say girl and boy, you know, um, you know, the ages would be like in the sixties and in the sixties and seventies now. So they're they're older, but. Um, I'm not going to tell you what happens because that's the mystery of the film, but that was one of my biggest searches is to try to find members of this Vietnamese family. So one of the um, reviews uh, from the Chicago Tribune says that this feels like a uh, a detective story, and that was one of the other things. You So so what happened? Did you just get a telegram that he had passed? Uh, what, what was it all about? Did it give you a cause? Yeah, so when I was five, of course, I didn't know about it because I was too young and I was shielded. And I think that's one of the reasons why the story is so important impactful and interesting to me is that I was a little kid and I didn't know what was going on except everyone was crying in my house and everyone was sad for like 20 years after that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the telegram said that my brother died of 
septicemia, which is blood poisoning, but it was caused by heroin abuse. Mm. So, you know, heroin was the word that really struck out, stuck out to my parents and they were full, filled with shame and embarrassment and they, they thought it was the worst thing in the world. I mean, you know, clearly it is pretty close to the worst thing in the world to have your firstborn child die at age 24, but the drug aspect really, really threw them for a loop. And so I kind of wanted to get um, to the core of, you know, how exactly he died because it, there was some confusion at the time. Um, and I ended up finding the doctor that, that um, treated him in the hospital in Saigon. So that was also a remarkable um, discovery. That's just really something. I mean, it's such a different look at this period and, and also people who served over there. Um, I th- I think the reason he wanted to get back was because he had this deep connection to this family as well as this young man, most likely. Yeah, for sure. He really connected to the country. He said that he loved the food, the culture, you know, everything right. about the country and I think he, you know, was somewhat disillusioned with what was going on uh, politically in the United States. Uh, he had been in the University of Chicago in the late 60s. He dropped out. He wasn't motivated. Um, he did He did seem to enjoy the Army, and I think it offered some, some structure that he really liked um, as a young man. Um, and he was a clerk, so he didn't see um, – he saw some combat in, in, um, in Vietnam just in the sense that uh, he was at Benoit base, and there was some some shelling, some bombings there. But he was mostly, you know, pretty safe. And uh, I think he just really kind of got into the um, aspect of exploring Vietnamese society. And you know, much has been written about that time in Saigon um, with various uh, diplomats and military people, and the French and the Americans. It's just kind of a like a rich, uh, as he says, kind of post-colonial, decadent post-colonial environment. Um, And because it was the war going on, it was a very heated environment. And so there was a lot of passion. There were a lot of affairs that people had at that time. A couple more questions for director-producer Peter McDowell, the new film, Jimmy and Saigon. Did you get a chance to talk to any of his army buddies at all? That's something that, you know, I would love to have that happen. It hasn't happened yet. Um, I've joined some Facebook groups and I haven't found anyone who knew him during that time. Of course, he was only there for six months, but I posted pictures and I'm hoping that maybe with the film, I will hear from some people. I I connected with one person who was in basic training with him, um, who was great, but kind of said like, I, he didn't have a lot of memories other than they went to Arby's together. So, (laughs) So. Uh, you know, yet I'm sure there were, I mean, my husband was in Vietnam for three duties and there were many gay people around. Yeah. There weren't. And I met a number of his friends after, both gay women and gay men who were both in the service with him. And they were, you know, they were kind of out. I mean, they seemed out. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to know exactly what was going on in terms of why he felt more comfortable being himself over there. Um, I think that part of it was just being away from central, you know, we mm-hmm. I come from the Midwest, central mm. Illinois, sort of yeah. a mixed Catholic Protestant family, just very lovely family. My parents were amazing, but just very, very, you know, traditional. And I think he just needed to break out of that. And mm-hmm. I think in, in Vietnam, as as in, in many sort of military places in the world, there's a little bit of like, anything could happen, all bets are off, you know, lead your life in a, in a way that you right. want to. What are your, you know, we all have memories as five years old, uh, five-year-olds, and, and maybe they're a little foggy. What are your, some of your memories of your older brother? 
You know, they're just really shadowy because he was in college when I was a kid, and then he went to basic training. He was home for a little while when I was maybe two years old. Um, my biggest memory, and then I found a whole bunch of pictures, not a whole, but I, I found a number of pictures of, of us together, um, him with me, reading books or holding me in his arms. And, you know, that was really moving to me to see those pictures because I just had to say to myself, I don't really remember him, but but I'm glad that we were together, that we spent time. And he wrote about me in his letters. One of the things that I have is an archive of, of memorabilia. I've got about 200 letters he wrote. I have photos. I have his belongings, his wallet, his glasses, all that kind of stuff. And I would love to, you know, people say, what are your goals? Of course, I want to get, you know, distribution for this film so people can see it in, in cinemas and on streaming and on public television. But I would also love to have this travel as an exhibition where people could read, you know, read the letters and see the artifacts of, of somebody from the late oh. 60s, early 70s. So that's one right. of my goals. Do we know, do you know what he was up to? I mean, did you say well, what they did, what he did in his daily time as a civilian? Yeah. So he went back as an um, independent study for a university. But as soon as he got there, the university in Saigon closed because of complications due to the war. Mm -hmm. And he got two jobs. He was a, a journalist for the Overseas Weekly. And some of your listeners may have heard of the Overseas Weekly. It was a newspaper that was in Saigon and also in uh, Germany. So he wrote um, articles for the Overseas Weekly, and then he also worked for a law firm in Saigon investigating. Um, he and a, uh, a work partner flew around the country in helicopters investigating uh, cases about getting getting information about cases of GIs that were in trouble with the law. So it was, I think it was a very interesting time for him. And his friends at the time told me that he navigated Saigon kind of like a native, you know, he, he would go down these really dangerous streets all by himself. So I'm sure people out there want to know, you know, did you find his body? Do you know why he died? You know, we found, I mean, his body... Um, was sent back. So that wasn't an issue. My uncle was in the Air Force and he went out there to identify the body. Um, so he's buried in my hometown in Illinois. Um, you know, the combination of septicemia and heroin abuse uh. does seem to line up. But, you know, I guess the question is, was he using heroin to mask the pain of the infection or was he so far gone on heroin that he didn't notice how sick he was? But either way, the way it chalks up to me is that he was unlucky. I think, you know, the doctor says if he would have come in a day earlier, they could have saved him. Well, the film documentary Jimmy in Saigon, it is part of the Frameline 46 San Francisco International LGBTQ plus film festival. It'll be at the Castro this Sunday at 1.15 and we'll be streaming soon after that. Uh, it was a labor of love for our guest, director, producer, Peter McDowell, who's nice enough to join us in studio. Congratulations, Peter. Congratulations. Thank you. Peter, and uh, great work. Thank you so much. JimmyInSaigon.com is our website, and, and you can find out anything you need at JimmyInSaigon.com. JimmyInSaigon.com. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll take a quick break, Jan. We have some wrecks on the other side. I sure do. I got a big one. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years. Have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our platinum plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as 40 bucks a month. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. That's 800-723-2391. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, Jen Wall, what should we be watching? Oh, my God. Okay, get ready. It comes out next week. Everybody button up and and put on that seatbelt because it's called Elvis. Austin Butler plays Elvis. He is fabulous. We're talking Oscar time. 
this is a movie by the director of Moulin Rouge and The Great Gatsby and all these great movies, Australia, uh, Baz Luhrmann. So he directs this movie, and it's a big spectacular. It's more of a experience than a film. I mean, you really experience the world of Oscar, of Elvis, excuse me. I'm thinking how it should win Oscars. Okay, so it's divided into three parts of Elvis's life. His early days in Mississippi and how he fell in love with the music of black musicians and black singers. How, uh, then the middle years, when he becomes a star, he goes to Memphis, he becomes a star, what happens to him then? And then his later years in Vegas, his lost years. And it is so well done. Now, through it all is a very important and evil relationship with Colonel Tom Parker, played by Tom Hanks, also Oscar-worthy. It is such a fine, strong film. Now, it's long. It's over, it's over a little over, well, it's two and a half hours, basically. But it never feels long. You know, we were talking earlier today about David Lean movies like Lawrence of Arabia and Bridge on the River Kwai and all these great David Lean movies. Well, you know what? Those were long, too. But they don't feel long because they're so well done. So I would tell everybody to get out there and see Elvis. Very interesting. I noticed today on social media that there are now pictures of Ana de Armas playing Marilyn Monroe in the movie Blonde that they're working on and she looks yeah she looks very very much like her you you love that type of stuff like movies about well only if they're well done honey only if they're well done Mm -hmm. i mean i didn't expect much out of this even though baz lerman is a really great filmmaker and his wife Catherine martin amazing sector designer and costume designer and i never thought that uh it would be as good as it was. It was great storytelling. And Tom Hanks, he takes a point of view in this movie that I've studied. I had two boyfriends, I really did, who directed Elvis movies. Harem Scarum, Kiss and Cousins, one of them, Gene Nelson, and the other one was Clambake, Arthur Nadell. Those guys were my, you know, they were serious boyfriends to me. And they told me stories about Elvis and about the colonel. And everything they told me is right there in the film. He was such an evil influence on Elvis. He completely brought him down. It's uh, just fabulous. So how is he, we just have 30 seconds, how was he able to rise up in spite of him trying to keep him down? He, well, he rose up because of his talent. Um, and some people said that Parker is the promoter that got Elvis up there. Elvis would have got up there anyway. He was so unusual. If you look at the early Ed Sullivan shows, you see this very unusual performer and uh, so I think he would have gotten up there anyway. But unfortunately, Tom Parker was able to exercise both emotional and financial blackmail. There she is, Jan Wall. Great stuff as always. Have a great weekend, Janie. You too. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. we got another two hours. Come on back. USA Radio News. I'm Victor Paul. In its third hearing Thursday, the House Select Committee investigating the Capitol attack outlined former President Trump's pressure campaign against then-Vice President Pence. 
Washington Post correspondent Rhonda Colvin reports on the significance of Trump's efforts. It's pretty significant. It's an important angle for this committee to explore and also to share with the American people because it shows that there was an extent of pre-planning and pressuring Pence that happened days before the violence. And it also reinforces the violence and how uh, close uh, the former Vice President Pence came to grave danger. The House Investigative Committee has asked the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas for an interview. Jenny Thomas, a conservative activist, communicated with people in Donald Trump's inner circle ahead of the attack and also on the day of the insurrection. Thomas's name could also come up at some point in the panel's hearings. This is USA Radio News. Hey, this is Al Robertson with my dad, Phil. One of the things that we've noticed is, you know, people start losing their hair many times early in life. Now, Dad, you managed to hang on to yours. Have you got some secret? Yeah, get on this keeps hair, you'll be a hairy guy like me. I've got a little gap coming up on top of mine, so I know the hair loss uh, sometimes can be a, a touchy subject with guys, and so what Keeps does is help you hang on to your hair. It's clinically proven. It's FDA approved. They have hair treatments available online. They have a physician there, so want to make sure you get the right product for you. Make sure it's safe. There's no waiting rooms. There's no pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost. That's half the cost. If you have any questions, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. So if you're a little tired of those balding jokes, go to keeps.com slash fill. 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash fill. P-H-I-L. Keeps.com slash fill. Hang on to your hair. President Biden sat down with the Associated Press on Thursday to discuss the state of the economy as well as his concerns about the national mood. Biden blamed gas prices for the nation's economic pessimism. He said before prices started rising that, quote, things were much more, they were much more optimistic, unquote. The president acknowledged that Americans are paying vastly more to put food on their table and fuel in their cars and that it was putting a dent in his approval rating. A gunman opened fire at a potluck dinner inside a suburban Alabama church on Thursday, killing two members and wounding a third before being taken into custody. Emergency dispatchers received a call at around 6.20 p.m. of an active shooter at St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in a Birmingham suburb. A suspect was detained and the wounded victim was being treated at a local hospital. Police thus far have declined to identify the suspect or the victims. This is USA Radio News. Here at Total Wine & More, our amazing selection means you'll always love what you find. Dad, what are you doing here? Just getting a sneak peek at my Father's Day gifts. Well, I was thinking of getting you this Barrel Select bourbon. That's a really nice bottle. And Total Wine has it at the totally lowest price. Wow, you always were my favorite. Thanks, Dad. Talking to the bourbon, sweetie. Love what you find, like the perfect gift for Dad at the perfect price. Only at Total Wine & More. And drink responsibly, B21. There is an air of uncertainty hanging over the Yellowstone National Park gateway town of Gardner this week following unprecedented flooding that shut down one of America's most beloved natural attractions and swept away roads, bridges, and homes. Gardner itself escaped the flooding but briefly became home to hundreds of stranded park visitors when the road leading into it was closed along the surging Yellowstone River. When the road reopened, the tourists vanished. That absence of visitors is now a major concern for businesses that lead to Yellowstone's northern entrances and rely on tourists passing through. 
Vince McMahon is stepping down as CEO and chairman of the WWE during an investigation into alleged misconduct involving the longtime leader and public face of the organization. McMahon's daughter Stephanie will serve as interim CEO and chairwoman. The Wall Street Journal recently reported that the board was investigating a $3 million settlement that McMahon paid to a departing female employee with whom he allegedly had a consensual affair. If you could peek in on your own funeral, what would you be most curious about? Vanity Fair magazine reports that most people would want to know what others are saying about them. 19% would count how many people came to the memorial service, 11% would scan the crowd for any surprise visitors, and 7% really want to know how they look in a casket. I'm Victor Paul, USA Radio News. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. We'll get to some warrior, warrior, warrior talk coming up here in uh, just about uh, 20 minutes. Uh, but uh, we have some uh, a director and his father are coming on next to talk about their documentary. I think my favorite picture from last night is in the Warriors locker room. And Steph has the new Larry O'Brien trophy. It's redesigned. Then he's got the MVP trophy, which looks a lot like the World Cup. About the same size and shape. He's got that in his lap, and then he's doing the sleep. Little turning his head like, go to sleep. You know, when he pointed at his finger like, I'm getting my fourth ring, I thought it was way too early. I didn't get excited. I mean, I was excited, but I didn't feel good until... Udoka put in his scrubs. When I saw like three guys walk in who hadn't played the whole series, and then I was like, it's over. I think it was like a minute 43 left, and they're only up by nine, and I am I was thinking, this game is still, maybe it was more. Maybe it was like 12, but I thought, what if they make two shots in a row? Now they're down by six, and <clears throat> the thing was, the Celtics were just deflated and defeated. And I didn't think this would happen. The Celtics have never in their history, I know it's different guys, but in their history 
have lost three finals games in a row. And uh, to win twice in Boston, and anybody think the Warriors could win twice in Boston? I don't think so. I don't think that's uh, actually, uh, that was possible. So, you know, Steve Kerr said it after game five, we're going to finish this in Boston, and it wasn't a jinx. Uh, they actually did. And as you know, I was saying before, it's one thing to f- beat a fellow former doormat in Cleveland, but to beat Boston in Boston, that storied franchise, they if you play for five minutes for the Celtics, they retire your number, I think. Um, incredible, especially that fan base that has had so much success in so many sports over the last 15, 20 years. Pretty damn cool, I'll tell you that. All right, we will take a, a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the uh, movie and then we'll get to basketball talk. Come on back. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Are you looking for solutions for health and wellness at home? Please visit antiagingbed.com. They are on a mission to use proven technology to provide you with healthy solutions to many conditions that affect all of us physically and mentally. Use promo code wellness for your discount. Antiagingbed.com. Technology proven to help you feel your best. Use promo code wellness. Antiagingbed.com. Feel your best. Hour two of titillating sports. 
You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey! Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right. Uh, check me out. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to uh, welcome filmmaker Phil Wall to the show and his father, Dick Wall. Uh, that's because there is a brand new documentary opening today called The Book Keepers. I say it like that because it's two words, bookkeepers, the bookkeepers, a memorable father-son story. Let's uh, start off with uh, you, Phil. You directed this. Uh, what does this documentary entail? Hey, Rick. Thank you for, for having us. Uh, the the Bookkeepers is a feature documentary. It's 89 minutes, uh, and it is shot from my perspective as I travel with my dad uh, around the country uh, as he promotes my mom's debut memoir in the months after her death. And it's sort of, you know, he sets out to save her dream and ends up, you know, finding healing, healing through storytelling. Um, and uh, so it's, you know, kind of a, it's a father son road trip uh, and uh, it, and it's ultimately an uplifting uh, film. So, Dick, uh, tell us a little bit more about this uh, this book that your uh, late wife wrote and the the way you pushed it. How did that all come about? Um, well, this was her first book. It was published in uh, April of two thousand fourteen, and it was it had a lot of critical acclaim. Uh, she was New York Times Book Review and oprah.com she had a whole page in people magazine uh but as she was finishing the book her breast cancer came back she had had breast cancer twice before and her breast cancer came back uh in 2012 and so it was it was not a sprint to the finish line it was a pronounced limp to the finish line and and she was uh, she was able to hold the book in her hands, but she was never able to go out and promote it. Uh, she died in December of 2014. And after her death, her agent said, you know, if if uh, this is going to be anything at all, then you need to get on the road and do this. I got somebody who will help you. And so. I did. I did what she said. She's she's a great agent. Her name's Marley Russoff. And so uh, I got on the road and and uh, before the pandemic, I did uh, over 200 appearances in wow. 32, 33 states, um, bookstores, libraries, uh, uh, civic clubs. Um, so that's the that's in a nutshell that's the book story so phil how was it for you because on the one hand this is heartbreaking and on the other hand this is truly inspiring how did you sort of walk that thin edge at times well i think what happened to me i didn't really set out to make 
this film as as people will see it, you know, uh, today. Um, uh, it was really came out of obviously this loss that I felt. And one of the last things my mom said to me was, you take care of our book. And so I wanted to do something. And when I started traveling with dad, initially it was to capture content that we could use on social media to help promote the book. Um, and I had done some stuff for my mom uh, as well uh, before she got sick. And what happened was people started coming up to me afterwards and sharing their story of who they lost. Uh, and it really just, it floored me how much that helped me. And so the, the real inspiration for the film came out of this idea that those, that, that process of just very simply sharing a story of personal loss can impact others positively. And so in, in kind of walking that line, as you mentioned, it's really modeling it after those very uh, honest exchanges uh, that I had with strangers um, and just kind of how simple they were. Um, and so, you know, it's a personal, the film is a personal narrative. Uh, it's, there's no denying that it's shot from my perspective, but it's also, uh, uh, modeled in a way to respect those exchanges from other people. Um, and the idea is that it will spark that type of sharing in the folks who, who end up watching the film. Um, and, uh, and that's kind of that, that I felt the responsibility doing that. So it's got the personal, you know, point of view, but then also, uh, an observational, um, uh, character to it. The book, by the way, by Carol Wall, and this is not self-published. This is by a big publishing house, Penguin Random House. It's called Mr. Oita's Guide to Gardening, How I Learned the Unexpected Joy of a Green Thumb and an Open Heart. It's about her friendship with a gardener from Kenya, lessons learned about finding grace in the face of heartbreak and uncertainty. So, Dick, as you were going around pushing this book, uh, we all get on each other's nerves, especially family members. Did, was there a time when you'd say, I get that camera out of my face for five minutes? No, he's really good. He made me very comfortable uh, when he was with me or when he had other people shooting uh, the talks. And so I, I got used to that. Um, and, uh, you know, what is amazing to me is that the the messages of the book uh, come out in the film and the film is a story of my healing about, about life hmm. after loss, what happens, what comes after that, which makes everybody, if you pause and think about it, a little uncomfortable because, uh, you know, especially married couples, uh, you look and say this, there's going to be a point where this ends in sadness, mm -hmm. the, whether you're uh, 45 or 62, like I was, or 90, you know, somebody's going to be left and some, and, and somebody's going to be gone. And then what comes after for the person who is, who has survived and, and what's 
the the, the messages of the, the the primary message of the book, I think, is the difference between curing and healing, curing being uh, the elimination of disease, the restoration to good health. Uh, like if you have a ruptured appendix, you're probably, your chances of being cured are really good. You're going to be restored to good health. But if you have metastatic cancer, like Carol did, if you have Alzheimer's, like her father did, you're never cured but you can be healed hmm. and this, and, and this healing is a more difficult, a gradual process that, that you don't notice. It's not like from darkness to daylight. There's a lot of gray in the middle and going in and out of the darkness and in and out of the daylight. And, and that's what, that's what this is about. Uh, and that's what Phil, I think has captured in the film, um, uh, and especially with kind of the, you know, there's a surprise ending to the book and a surprise ending to the film and the endings don't have anything to do with each other, but they both carry the same message, I think. Well, it's very eloquently put and very poignant points that you make as well. This is already uh, at the Austin Film Festival, won two awards, audience award and jury award. It's called The Book Keepers. It opens today, the new documentary, Phil Wall, uh, has directed Falling Around His uh, Father Dick, and this is from First Run Features. Gentlemen, congratulations on the film, and thank you for stopping by. Thanks for having us. All right, good stuff. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back. We've got some open lines. We'll talk a little NBA finals. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. driving but you don't love your car payment open road lending can reduce your car payment by as much as a hundred dollars a month or more it's easy to refinance your car payment just call today to get your no obligation quote and find out how much you can save to qualify for a lower car payment your car should be less than 10 years old have less than 125,000 miles and you've made at least six on-time payments Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. 
Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right, uh, thank you for that. And lines are available if you'd uh, like to uh, chime in at 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, early on in the game, the Celtics got out to a double-digit lead, and I was thinking, ah, man, I knew it. It's the Celtics, man. They're tough. They got the best... Uh, defense in the NBA, it's just, uh, you know, what are we going to do? Uh, it's, you know, we're going we're gonna to fight hard, we're going to try, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, you know, as they like to say, I hate that saying and I just used it. <laughs> uh, we, um, <clears throat> I say we, as a Warrior fan, uh, we... Um, you know, we're going to have to really, really fight hard to try and get something out of this game. And I, I didn't want to have a Game 7. I've been at a Game 7 that has not uh, worked out. So it was, yeah, as I said, it was important to me uh, uh, to try and get this done. And when the Warriors were basically, for large swaths of the game, just 
dominating and being up by 16 at one point being up 21 and then here they come here come the Celtics get very very close to tying it and all I could think of was are we really going to throw this away we have a chance to beat them in Boston and we're going to throw it away and it was no we didn't and what's interesting is that the Celtics kind of looked a little spooked and their whole crowd full of all the dummies and, and, and guidos and every other uh, Rick, that's racist against Italians. I'm sorry. Uh, I just against all these meatheads is what they are. These guys, you know, the, the thing I hate the most and every crowd does it, but when like with your forefinger and your thumb, you, you grab both of your like front of your shoulders and kind of lift your shirt and be like, whoop, whoop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I hate all Boston teams. It goes back to Steve Grogan and the Patriots in the 70s. And the Red Sox are my most hated baseball team. Well, I shouldn't say that. The Angels are. But the Angels and the Red Sox are the two I really despise. And then probably the Mariners. And like, Rick, you're weird. I don't hate the Yankees. I certainly don't like them. But I don't hate the Yankees. I don't hate the Giants. There's no re- if you're an A's fan, there's I, I still have not heard one reason from anyone with a brain to tell me why I'm supposed to hate the Giants. Rick, they're not letting us move to San Jose. Bless them. Thank you, Giants. Thank you for being selfish. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, never heard anybody tell me why I'm supposed to hate the Giants. That made any sense whatsoever. But then again, you might say, well, why would you hate the Red? Look. A lot of it has to do with people you meet. There, there's there's one team above all that I hate more than any in all of sports, and that will always be the Denver Broncos. That is the worst. This is why I'm rooting against the Avalanche. As much as I hate Cordy, Corey Perry, as much as I hate to see the uh, Lightning win three in a row, which is boring. This is why I hate the Colorado Buffaloes and the Rockies and the Nuggets and anything to do with Denver. I hate, and I'm stained by my time as a Raider fan, but I digress. I just, I hate Boston teams. <clears throat> and I've been a little bit softer as I, I, I've grown up. My most hated team when I was a little kid was easily the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, that just still to this day, when I say Pittsburgh Steelers, it just, you know, if you go back to the 70s, that was, that was the team I despised the most. Is this about you, Rick? It is when no one's calling. But, you know, we've heard all the stories. Curry only won in 2015 because Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love were hurt. Were hurt. Then Curry blew a 3-1 lead. Then he needed Kevin Durant for the next two titles. So that's kind of bogus. And Curry has listened to all of this over the years. He said after the game, quote, I hear all the narratives. You hear everything about what we as a team are and what we aren't and what I am as a player and what I'm not, I have a hard time figuring out what they're going to say now. So this is pretty special. And then Seth Curry chimed in with his own tweet that said, don't talk about Steph again unless it's in a convo with the time great players. And I mean a handful of people to ever touch a basketball. He meant to say all time, but probably in his haste to get it out, he left it out. So this is the one thing that we need to be clear about. 
is that he's one of the greatest of all time. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Somebody reminded of me yesterday that I was on a panel with four people in suits. I was one of them on Bay Area Television, a show called Comcast Live, and I was the only one out of the four that didn't want to trade Steph Curry to the Lakers for Andrew Bynum. And they said he can't play defense, he's too small, he makes too many turnovers, and most of all, his ankles are always dodgy. And I said, me, 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 I'm so right. I said, Curry is untradeable. I said, you can offer me anything you want. I am not trading Steph Curry. Steph Curry, whose last game for Davidson was in Moraga, California, against St. Mary's, losing in the NIT. I just thought I'd throw that in there. So it has driven me nothing short of crazy over the years hearing people disparage him. But that's what people do. You know, I remember people disparaging LeBron, and I'm like, I'm not going to participate in this. He can't do this. He can't do that. He's a fraud. He's an absolute fraud. LeBron James is a fraud? I, this is what I don't understand. Like, if you could say, you know, Russell Westbrook is a fraud, I'm like, he's a great player, but he has flaws. Uh, Dwight Howard is a fraud. Great player in his prime, but he has flaws. Like, you know, James Harden is a fraud. Uh, he's an MVP. He led the league in scoring, but he doesn't play great defense. I don't want to hear anything about LeBron James or Steph Curry. I just don't. You, you sound so stupid when you criticize those two players. Yeah, I'm talking to you. If you do. You sound so stupid. It's ludicrous. And still, people will say, the Steph, uh, Steph Curry haters, he's a system player. All right, let's say he is a system. He is the system. He invented it. He is the system. That's like you say, well, you know, he's just riding the train. No, no, he is the train. And people, look, you can always critique someone because they're human. It's like I said the other day, how is it that he only scored 16 points? Because he's not a robot. Because he was ice cold. Clay Thompson, I think, played the worst half of basketball of his life yesterday. Then the second half. Clay Thompson was what Draymond was the first three games. <laughs> Everything he did was a brick, turning it over, dumb passes. And then in the Warriors, Curry did a, a bad pass. And then Draymond behind the back, over his head, killing me, trying to be so cute. It was killing me, but it didn't matter. And so I remember a couple of years ago when Curry was hurt, they're like, Damian Lillard has taken over. Lillard is now Curry. I love Damian Lillard. But you know who Curry is? Curry is Curry. And so it's okay to be wrong. I've been wrong a million times. I always say the, the first time I was wrong was when I predicted Dan Marino would suck because I saw him in the senior bowl, and all he did was throw interceptions, and he had this tight perm. He had this weird Al Yankovic hair. He had this big fat face, and I thought, this guy's going to suck. I was a senior in high school. But but seriously, what more can this guy do? You know, he won a title before Durant, and now he's won one after Durant. He has just as many rings as LeBron. He has just as many rings as Shaq. Shaq had Kobe and D. Wade. LeBron had Wade Bosch and A.D., but then, of course, he had that team with Kyrie I mean, you could argue, who did Steph have this time? 
because you can make a great argument that Andrew Wiggins was the second best player in the finals. Oh, if he didn't have KD and Clay, what did Clay do? Clay had some nice moments. He never carried the team on his back. He had a couple of good quarters. I'm not going to take anything away from Clay except for the second half of yesterday where he stunk. And people say, oh, Curry wasn't good in game five. Well, Curry won, you know, as Steve Kerr was saying, that Curry was burning. It was killing him that he's the greatest shooter in history, and he was 0 for 9 from 3. It's four years since he hadn't hit a 3. So, yeah, if you still want to criticize Curry, it's a free country, but you don't understand. You don't understand the sport. I mean, you really don't. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. 
we provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Ah, oh, girl, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, but I don't know what I'm talking about. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Uh, as we were talking about yesterday with uh, LaRue Milan of the uh, Free Jacks, in uh, Major League Rugby, they are getting uh, ready to uh, host the uh, Eastern uh, Conference uh, Championship in uh, Quincy, Mass. And uh, we're quite happy to be uh, joined on the line now by Cam Davidovitz, who is uh, also on that team. Uh, Cam, what's it like? Uh, the the, the uh, I mean, sleepless nights. Are you envisioning everything that's going to happen? What's the buildup like for you? Make a call. Please hang up and try it. <laughs> <laughs> that's always been that's never failed to make me laugh in 20 years of doing this show actually on one of my anniversary shows which I used to do um, there was one time I did a long long open like that and then we went to the guest and it was like boo if you'd like to make a call, it was almost the exact same thing. Um, yeah, one eight hundred eight seven eight play. We can go to some different topics uh, as well. Oh, we got him back, Cam D- D- Davidovich. Are you with us? Yeah, I'm here now. How we doing? I- I'm doing okay. So you grew up in Mass. So when you are playing for the Free Jacks and you're having the Eastern Conference Championship in. Uh, in Quincy, what, what what does that mean to you? I mean, it means the world to me, especially having um, my parents been watching me go along this journey since high school, push me along. So they're all coming down. I got friends, family. It's just the best. Being a Boston sports fan growing up, you really can't like dream of anything more than playing for a professional sports team growing up. So it's, it's a lot. It means a lot to me. Do you think after? Get out there. Yeah. Do you think after last night? You really, really want to win after seeing what happened to the Seas? Oh, yeah, big time. That was uh, pretty disappointing. Um, so, well, uh, hopefully when the championship is going to be the best uh, sports team in Boston this year. <laughs> the only one to come <laughs> the championship. Well, you know, your gen- my generation, 
Boston fans, all they would talk about was the curse of the Bambino and the Patsies sucked and they're in Foxborough. Nobody cares. And your generation, you've had success all around you, haven't you? Oh, that's all I've seen is success. I mean, being I'm a huge Bruins fan, they've been good. Uh, Patriots, obviously. So I've only seen winning. So I'm, I'm pretty lucky about that. That's what my dad tells me all the time. Is he grew up with a completely different uh, sports, sports era. <laughs> all right. Um, Plymouth State up there in uh, New Hampshire. What was it like going to that school? Plymouth State was an awesome school. I uh, really enjoyed my time up there. It was uh, like an outdoor school. We got to do We were right there on the uh, Pemigewasset River. So we got to go up there. It was a good uh, close-knit group of guys on the rugby team. That um, We all got together, hung out a lot. But it was a great school. Just loved being up there, being in the ski mountains. Skied a lot, snowboarded. So I did all that. Just enjoyed the outdoors up there. It was a great school for four years. Now, you know, it, it's funny. Like out here in, in California, we always hear, you know, like the in uh, in Boston, you know, ah, it's wicked cold. We're going down to Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, how much of that is real, that whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's pretty real. It's the funniest part is, like, it always happens, and they always come away with iced coffee. It'll be middle of winter snow, and I think uh, nine out of ten people are coming out of Dunkin' Donuts with iced coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what, I don't know why, but what, what, is, what is your go-to at Dunkin'? Uh, I don't I don't like much sugar in my coffee, so I just go, uh, I'll do just one milk. So it's uh, coffee with one milk, and that's all I do. Do you get a Krella? Nice and easy. Do I get a what? No, no Krella. <laughs> 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 All right, so, I mean, just in your lifetime, you've seen Major League Rugby, rugby rise up from almost nothing to something. So what has that been like, kind of meteoric? Yeah, I mean, it's been growing. Like, um, so this league just came in within five years ago. So while I started college, there was not even a professional league. So I didn't know where it was going to take me after college, if I was going to keep playing, play for a local club. And then once I heard about the New England Free Jacks and the rise of them, I just uh, – it was like the, I started to see it like follow the plan, and it was pretty exciting to see it start growing. People pick up on it, and just how much it's grown this season. How many? I mean, we're practically filling out our stadium. It's been awesome to see the amount of people that picking up rugby. It's cool. For you, and what what is the worst? I'm gonna just ask you worst best. What is the the worst damage that you've done to somebody? And then what's the injury worst injury you've occurred? Because we've seen teeth knocked out, we've seen ears ripped off, all sorts of things like that. Um, I, uh, tore my AC joint in my shoulder. That's the worst injury I had. I mean, it only took me a couple months to come back and I was good to go. I wasn't too bad. I got a little lump on my shoulder now that'll be there forever, but, uh, that's fine. But, um, worst injury, I think I broke, uh, two ribs on someone, just hit a perfect shot in the ribs. Good. Those are the best hits. Their arms are up trying to pass and you hit them clean in the ribs. So that was a good one. All right. And <laughs> when you, <laughs> When you think about uh, rivalries, you know, you, you think about Boston and New York. So it's just a little extra juice, huh? Oh, complete extra juice. I like, uh, I try to instill it on my teammates all the time because I'm from Boston, so I know the rivalry. I mean, it means more to me than anyone else on the team. But I keep putting it in everyone's head just to make sure that they realize how important this game is to us and more importantly to the fans that this is a true rivalry between Boston and New York that we have to come away with a victory. This is it. It's a big uh, big stage for it, which I'm excited for. Got more question for Ken Davidovitz, Major League Rugby's Free Jacks. When you guys beat New Orleans, the gold, 57-5 to to get the, the one seed, was that because you guys are just super dominant or because that team was all hung over? 
<laughs> I'm not sure what it was. Um, yeah, no, I think we finally just got that perfect game we were looking for. I mean, we've been fighting all season. We came a lot away with a lot of victories, but every game it seemed like we lacked on some era, uh, some area in our game. And that was that first game where we just fired on all cylinders, didn't make any mistakes, and we really showed like who we were this, this season, what we were capable of. So I think it was just us. We came out there firing, ready to go. And it felt good to finally get that blowout win we've been looking for. The Free Jacks led the league in points. They led the league in victories. So everyone is expecting you to win as the number one seed. So it, to you, would you say like it's championship uh, or bust, or would you be magnanimous and even if you got knocked out in a couple of days, you'd say, well, well, we still had a good season. No, completely for me, it's a championship or bust. So that's uh, I think that's everyone's mindset right now. So we're in a good mindset about it. It's championship or bust, especially trying to grow the sport in our area. So if they can see we can pull off a championship, it'll just build up the sport more for us. So that's where we're at. It's all or nothing right now. So for you, what's your ultimate style? Do you like union? Do you like league? Do you like sevens? Oh, no, I'm union. Um, I'm going right. I got sevens after this in two weeks. Uh, I start a week after my season ends for my local club, Mystic River. I'm in for sevens. I've never played league, but, yeah, union's the way to go. Fifteens. Can't beat it. It's uh, it's real rugby. Mystic River. Yeah, Mystic River played in the uh, championships a a few years ago, so you're not getting a break, huh? No, no break. That's why I like it. It keeps you in shape, keeps the body ready to go. I, that's how I look at it. I feel better when I when I take too long of a break. It's hard to get back into it. So I like just getting right, keep going, pushing through. You like I'm that? I'll never, I'll never forget Bill Belichick at a Patriots parade. Got all those blue collar Boston people to chant "No days off, no days yeah. off." <laughs> I see. That's the way I look at it. To be honest, I I like playing year round. I try to do it. I play spring, summer, and fall, and I get a little break in the winter for like two months. So no athlete is perfect. What is the one area of your game you're still working on? Um, one area of my game I'm still working on, I would say just being like a being a, a little more of like a playmaker kind of, like being able to move the ball around a little more I should be able to do. Uh, good on defense and all that. So I'd say, yeah, just being a little more aware with the ball, and, uh, where to shift it, when to pass it, when to hold it. That's what I've been working on. So what what is your best game ever? Like how many tries did you get or, uh, you know, how many scrums did you win? Um, in this season or just in my uh, career? Your career. Oh, I mean, I've went uh, a couple times at Plymouth State. I scored multiple hat tricks out there in a couple games. I'm in a tournament. We played three games in one day, and I scored a hat trick in all three games. Wow. So nine tries in one day wasn't too bad for me. So when, <laughs> That'd be the high, that day was highlight. No, that's awesome. So, you know, it's just sort of like in the old days, um, you know, female basketball players in college, they would have to think, well, maybe I got to go overseas. And then the WNBA started. So for you, yeah. before Major League Rugby started and you had some place to go, were you thinking about how, hey, when I graduate, I'm just going to play from Mystic River and that's it? No, there was definitely talks about going overseas. Didn't really know where. I could go. There was still talks about uh, going to New Zealand after the season if sevens didn't work out or if I wanted to go other than sevens. So still talks about even going over to New Zealand after this, um, where quite a few fellows go over right after the season. They play in another pro league, might attend over there. So um, there's definitely options all around the world, which is awesome. This is great. And I made a lot of connections on the scene this year with friends that could help me uh, hopefully achieve that. Cause I would like to go overseas eventually. Well, speaking of the All Blacks, do the Free Jacks have their own version of the Hakka? <laughs> no, 
Not, not that I, I mean, we got a little uh, song we do after the after every victory we do in the locker room. So we do a little song, but it's not like the haka. It's not a little pregame ritual. Well, I guess if you're truly Boston, you could all say it together, go blank yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we'd have to say, right? <laughs> all right. Well, as I mentioned, the uh, Free Jacks Eastern Conference uh, Finals coming up here on uh, Sunday, leading to the uh, championship, which is going to be on June 25th. And these uh, matches, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2, other national and local markets, streaming available on the Rugby Network. And we've been speaking with Cam Davidovitz, the pride of Plymouth State and the New England Free Jacks. Cam, thanks for your time, man, and best of luck. Hey, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. Uh, hope you watch the game Sunday and we come away with a victory. All right. It's going to be wicked hard. <laughs> wicked hard. You know it. <laughs> All right. I'm Have Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violent. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5531 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. All right. Thank you for that. And, you know, sometimes I always wonder about athletes that uh, for some reason get perturbed when other athletes are successful. You know, it's one of the things that I love about Curry was that when Michael Jordan, I mean, Michael Jordan, I'll get to him in a second. Kevin Durant came. He will say, well, there's only one ball. Steph's not going to like that. Steph loved it. But I just was thinking to three years ago, that interview that Michael Jordan had on the Today Show, and they were asking about Steph Curry, and Michael Jordan said, well, he's not a Hall of Famer yet. I was thinking, what? At that time in 2019, he already had three rings. He was a two-time MVP, one of them unanimous. He had been to six All-Star games. He had the best free throw percentage in NBA history at that time. He was third in three-pointers in like 600 less games than Ray Allen. He was one of only eight players to go 50-40-90. I mean, it's just, he goes, well, he's not a Hall of Famer yet. And I wondered at the time, you know, why, why Jordan had to say that? It was just weird because, and I'm sure Jordan was sort of hanging on and, and making sure that Steph Curry didn't score too many points because the all-time record for a finals for a player that's 34 years or older, Michael Jordan has the record 201 points in 1998, and the year before that, 1997, he had 194. Steph Curry had 187, and that's what that 16-point game. After that, it's Jabbar and Havlicek on the list, top five. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know why Jordan felt threatened not just to say that. Uh, it's uh, it's very weird. Uh, also, Bob Myers, the general manager. Uh, remember, I was against Steve Kerr being hired because I thought Mark Jackson was on the right track. I was against Joe Lacob buying the team, and I was against Bob Myers being the GM because he had no experience. 
Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> Happily wrong. But Bob Myers was asked, um, what did Steve Kerr say before the game? And he said, Steve Kerr told me if we win tonight, I'm going to get really drunk. And he did. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? You know, that's that's just my response. Why wouldn't you? You ain't driving anyway where you're getting on a plane and you got a, they probably would have had it Sunday, but that's Father's Day, so they're going to have it on Monday. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. we got another hour to go. A lot of open lines, so come on back on Sports Bible. USA Radio News. I'm Victor Paul. In its third hearing Thursday, the House Select Committee investigating the Capitol attack outlined former President Trump's pressure campaign against then-Vice President Pence. Washington Post correspondent Rhonda Colvin reports on the significance of Trump's efforts. It's pretty significant. It's an important angle for this committee to explore and also to share with the American people because it shows that there was an extent of pre-planning and pressuring Pence that happened days before the violence. And it also reinforces the violence and how uh, close uh, the former Vice President Pence came to grave danger. The House Investigative Committee has asked the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas for an interview. Jenny Thomas, a conservative activist, communicated with people in Donald Trump's inner circle ahead of the attack and also on the day of the insurrection. Thomas's name could also come up at some point in the panel's hearings. This is USA Radio News. Hey, this is Al Robertson with my dad, Phil. One of the things that we've noticed is, you know, people start losing their hair many times early in life. Now, Dad, you managed to hang on to yours. Have you got some secret? Yeah, get on this keep hair, you'll be a hairy guy like me. I've got a little gap coming up on top of mine, so I know the hair loss uh, sometimes can be a, a touchy subject with guys, and so what Keeps does is help you hang on to your hair. It's clinically proven. It's FDA approved. They have hair treatments available online. They have a physician there, so want to make sure you get the right product for you. Make sure it's safe. There's no waiting rooms. There's no pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost. That's half the cost. If you have any questions, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. So if you're a little tired of those balding jokes, go to keeps.com slash fill. 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash fill. P-H-I-L. Keeps.com slash fill. Hang on to your hair. President Biden sat down with the Associated Press on Thursday to discuss the state of the economy as well as his concerns about the national mood. Biden blamed gas prices for the nation's economic pessimism. He said before prices started rising that, quote, things were much more, they were much more optimistic, unquote. The president acknowledged that Americans are paying vastly more to put food on their table and fuel in their cars and that it was putting a dent in his approval rating. 
A gunman opened fire at a potluck dinner inside a suburban Alabama church on Thursday, killing two members and wounding a third before being taken into custody. Emergency dispatchers received a call at around 6.20 p.m. of an active shooter at St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in a Birmingham suburb. A suspect was detained and the wounded victim was being treated at a local hospital. Police thus far have declined to identify the suspect or the victims. This is USA Radio News. Here at Total Wine & More, our amazing selection means you'll always love what you find. Dad, what are you doing here? Just getting a sneak peek at my Father's Day gifts. Well, I was thinking of getting you this Barrel Select bourbon. That's a really nice bottle. And Total Wine has it at the totally lowest price. Wow, you always were my favorite. Thanks, Dad. Talking to the bourbon, sweetie. Love what you find, like the perfect gift for Dad at the perfect price. Only at Total Wine & More. And drink responsibly, B21. There is an air of uncertainty hanging over the Yellowstone National Park gateway town of Gardner this week following unprecedented flooding that shut down one of America's most beloved natural attractions and swept away roads, bridges, and homes. Gardner itself escaped the flooding but briefly became home to hundreds of stranded park visitors when the road leading into it was closed along the surging Yellowstone River. When the road reopened, the tourists vanished. That absence of visitors is now a major concern for businesses that lead to Yellowstone's northern entrances and rely on tourists passing through. Vince McMahon is stepping down as CEO and chairman of the WWE during an investigation into alleged misconduct involving the longtime leader and public face of the organization. McMahon's daughter Stephanie will serve as interim CEO and chairwoman. The Wall Street Journal recently reported that the board was investigating a $3 million settlement that McMahon paid to a departing female employee with whom he allegedly had a consensual affair. If you could peek in on your own funeral, what would you be most curious about? Vanity Fair magazine reports that most people would want to know what others are saying about them. 19% would count how many people came to the memorial service, 11% would scan the crowd for any surprise visitors, and 7% really want to know how they look in a casket. I'm Victor Paul, USA Radio News. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch.
Thank you for that. You know, just for fun, I was looking at all the official championship merch. And the prices are always sky high. And believe me, in 2015, I went in. I think 2017, I went in as well. Some kind of KD stuff. I bought a Japanese shirt that was really cool and had the team on it. But somebody told me after the Warriors won, they said, man, if this was the age of the Raiders, I'd be jumping off the roof. It kind of feels like old hat with the Warriors. And I'm like, well... It's not old hat. It's just we've been there. We've seen it. But I didn't think we were going to get back. I mean, I knew we had a chance. It's not like, oh, my gosh, what a shocker. It's not shocking in the least. But I didn't think it would happen. I kind of thought Curry would end up with three rings. You know? Um, Not convinced. I just kind of assumed it thought the Warriors would fight and fight, but, you know, the next generation of teams would come along, and whether that's, you know, the Bucks or the Nets or the Lakers or whoever, you know, the Heat, some team getting hot, getting good. And this one just feels pretty amazing, but I was looking at all the merch, and one of them is a NBA Jam shirt with Curry and Thompson on it, which I think is hilarious, but everything is $40. <laughs> and uh, we used to get all this stuff free, by the way. I know. Uh, but also, if you get the knockoffs, I'm a big fan of the knockoffs because I still have knockoff shirts that are that have lasted all these years. And um, so if you can find those on the BART Bridge... You can break Rick, you're not supporting the... Yeah, the NBA is so poor. They really need another $40. Anywho, parade on Monday. Maybe I'll walk the parade. Oh, the parade starts at 1130. I guess I won't walk it up. My dad told me the most boring show he ever heard was the one I did live from the parade, and then he felt bad later, and he said, no, it wasn't boring. I'm like, yeah, it was boring. I'm a big boy. I can take it. Come on back. I'm byline. This week at Macy's, give love, give style with an extra 25% off gifts for Father's Day when you use your coupon or Macy's card. Or shop specials like 25% off designer underwear, undershirts, and socks, polos from Club Room, Alfani, and more, $14.99 to $24. And a rugged Esquire bracelet for $24.99 with a qualifying purchase. Going on now at Macy's. Shop on the Macy's app to score deals, track savings, and mark your faves. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Have you ever wished the student-athlete in your family could play baseball against teams in the Caribbean? 
Well, now they can set sail and do just that with Team Avenue Baseball on one of its iconic Caribbean cruise camps. That's right. If they love baseball and want an experience they'll never forget, then you need to call 559-321-6701 or visit TeamAvenueBaseball.com right now. Founded by former pro ball players, TeamAvenueBaseball.com will lead to the baseball adventure of a lifetime. Call 559-321-6701 now. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Twelve after the hour, the third hour of this show, eleven twelve. California time. You take the four oh five to the five. Hey, it's time to check in with one of our friends over against the number.com, which is <coughs> a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only. Beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year special specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking distribution process is simple, and their results are real. And it's great to uh, welcome back to the show our friend Mick Yardley. So, Mick, the Warriors are champs. I didn't think they would win game six, although a lot of people were picking them. Your buddy Noah Parker picked them yesterday. I just think, didn't think it was possible for the Celtics to lose three finals games in a row, something that they have never done. How did you see the game? Uh, I mean, hey, at first, I, at first, Boston came out real strong. They got out to that 14-2 to lead, and then, you know, from there, Golden State just took over. You know, the other night, the other day when I was on the show, you know, I had Golden State winning game five at home, but I, I agree with you. I thought this game was going to, or the series was going to go seven. I, I I thought Boston would find a way to get it done last night, but I guess it just didn't happen. Golden State was too good for them, too fast for them, and it, there was just too much Draymond, too much Draymond Green everywhere. I remember the last time we were on, we were talking about him, and you know, he, made, he made a big impact on those last two games. Uh, defensively, and that's where it was at. How do you see the Celtics now? Because they were close. What do you see them doing to get over the hump next year? 
next year. Uh, they're going to need to add a couple pieces. I think. I think they're. I mean, obviously, Robert Williams is their big man. He's he's going to be good. Um, I mean, I like Horford still, but you know, he might have to be more of a role player. And I think they're going to need more of that pure point guard. They're going to need that like that premium ball handler, like a, like a pure one. You know. That's that's what I think. I think they need a solidified one. Maybe maybe they get it in the draft. Maybe they find a young point guard in the draft. The Warriors, I mean, if you think about who's coming back, the Splash Brothers, Draymond, Wiggins, they're not really losing anybody. Uh, Poole is coming back. What do you think about another run? Uh, I like it. I mean, if they have this team, then they're, I mean, they're right to be the favorites. I think they released the odds for next year, you know, already. You know, they usually do it on title night, and I think the Warriors are the favorite. If they keep this core together, then that they should definitely be the favorite. I don't see why not. I mean, this team clicked on all cylinders, and they, and they really got it going. I remember earlier this year on the show, you know, when Draymond came back, that's when it really started clicking. And I mean, these guys were just unstoppable. Congrats to him. Congrats to you. You're you're a Bay Area guy, so I know you were probably celebrating last night. Um, yeah, I think they could have a repeat in them. I don't see why not. Uh, I was a little surprised at Jason Tatum not being more of a leader. Um, I know Jalen Brown. He tried to step up. But Jason Tatum is the best guy on the team, and I was just talking to somebody here at work, Dominic, and I was saying if, if Jason Tatum had Russell Westbrook's drive, I mean, I think he would be unstoppable. Do you think he kind of got timid, or do you think that's just kind of his personality? Uh, well, here's what I saw. It, it, this was a close series. You know, 2-2 two to two going that game five is when I saw it. I mean, you could, you could tell Draymond got under his skin. Like, uh, you know, it was around the third quarter of game five in Golden State, you know, when uh, and Draymond was just shutting him down. He was trash-talking him, all that. Like, I, I don't know. I saw something change in Jason Tatum. He looks like he, he looked like he kind of just folded. And, you know, ever since then, Tatum couldn't really get anything going. Jalen Brown, he tried to, you know, get it going himself, but it just, it just wasn't enough. The Warriors were too fast. There's too many hands on defense, you know. Like, every time Boston would try to dribble the ball inside, it seemed like someone would just poke it out. And then, it, you know, next thing you know, they're on a fast break, and it was two points. I, Golden State was just too good for them. I, you know, I'll give Boston credit. They had a hell of a season. But it, it was definitely Dub Nation's year. And it, it was all – it was defense. They they really got it done on the defensive end. You know, it, I kind of feel like, you know, normally, especially an East Coast team, they start saying, you know, you blew it, you did this wrong, you did this wrong. I don't see a lot of blame. It's, it's almost like, look, it's the Warriors. What are you going to do, man? I mean, they were just better than us. Do you kind of just feel it was like one of those cases? Yeah, yeah, it was. They, too much, too much talent on the Warriors team. And you know what, like, Boston, they were, you know, instead of playing, you know, I think you saw this too, they were, you know, just complaining to the refs too much and all that. It was like they needed to toughen up and they just didn't do it. 
You know, you know, they'd go to the lane and they wouldn't get a call and they would just start complaining. You know, as Golden State was down down the court scoring a bucket. So, but yeah, just too much Warriors. They too much talent. And if they if they keep that core together, like all of them guys, I don't see why they wouldn't repeat next year. I really don't. Even like Kevin Looney stepped up. He stepped up huge in the postseason. I'll give it to him. He he looked pretty good. So they can keep that core together. I, I you know I think the dynasty continues. You know it's funny as the kids would say the haters, the people who have said that Steph Curry is not that great and that you know he had he needed uh, Love and Irving to be heard in fifteen. He needed KD to win the other two. And now it's funny they're saying, well, he's just a system guy. And my response is, well, he is the system. He invented. Uh, this system. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, at this point, anybody who has something bad to say about Curry, I mean, they're, they're out of arguments now, aren't they? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, like you said, he is the system. They build the system around him. And, you know, and I, and I mean, it is Curry, but, I'll, you know, I think Draymond Green might be the most impactful player in the history of the NBA. To, to average like under ten points a game, I mean this guy's just everywhere. He he really it really started clicking this year when he came back from injury. But yeah, I mean it's all about Curry. It's all about Curry. I mean he's the best shooter of all time. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But you know now we're looking at four rings. And, you know I think he's what thirty four. Yeah. Curry's like thirty four. So you know he's got some years left in him. So. You know, we could be seeing some Tom Brady-esque stuff going on here down, down up there in the Bay. Maybe I don't know, uh, but yeah, they get this, they keep this core together. They're they're going to be right there next year. So it was a hell of a season, though. It was a fun season. Uh, we talked a lot of basketball this year, and it, you know, hey, I think right away you could tell the Warriors were going to be pretty good earlier in the year, even before they got Clay back and. They kind of just have that feel to them, like, hey, look, like this team's back and they're going to have to be reckoned with at some point, and, and, you know, no one can take them out. There he is, Mick the Pick Yardley. Check him out at againstthenumber.com. Mick, thanks for your insights, my man. Appreciate it, Rick. We had a heck of an NBA season, uh, 230, 175, and plus 48 units. That was my – polls for this season so any any people next year want some nba picks check us out against the number there he is mick the big units yardley <laughs> thanks for your time man <laughs> thanks <laughs> rick against the number.com i'm rick tittle let's take a break we got open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY driving but you don't love your car payment open road lending can reduce your car payment by as much as a hundred dollars a month or more it's easy to refinance your car payment just call today to get your no obligation quote and find out how much you can save to qualify for a lower car payment 
Your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. It got and brought and what you got. Come on in and get hurt. Why do I got to say it like that? Come on in and get hurt. Uh, FIFA yesterday announced which countries in America, Mexico, in Canada will host the 2026 World Cup. And it was revealed, first of all, only three Mexican cities put in bids, and they were going to pick three, so that was a fait accompli. Um, and uh, we'll get to those in a second. 
and the two Canadian ones. But in America, New York, New York, New York. I'm a, is that the song? That's in East, Ru- East Rutherford, where I just was. And by the way, the Meadowlands, it should be called the Swamp Trashlands. But it's a nice stadium. Uh, Philadelphia at Foxborough. That was kind of a, a coup, uh, actually. Uh, we have uh, Chris, who is in Oakland. He's on the horn. What's going on, Chris? Chris? Hey, Rick. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Uh, man, just a you know, chorus, a great, great uh, show this today. Uh, you know, add my congrats to the Warriors. Good stuff. Did you, I remember when the first champ, well, not first one, but the first one, you know, eight years ago, when you did the overnight show, mm-hmm. or you had an, you did overnight show. Did you do an overnight one uh, this time with the uh, raccoons and the... No, that was when I was on the Warriors' flagship station, so no. So the, so the Rick Tittle extravaganza wasn't broadcasting at 2 in the morning, because I was looking for you, but... Uh, that was, was uh, Michael out. and Urban and I did 3 to 6 a.m. That's amazing. God, mm-hmm. I, would, I mean, I remember that. I, I, think I, I think I was up late that night still. I don't think I got up early to listen to you, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's good stuff. You know, again, it was real exciting. Warriors uh, pulling it out. It's sad that they're going to have the parade in San Francisco, so I won't be there, but... Um, you know, I, I mean, it's good for the fans, and it's, uh, it is, you know, the one team, well, I guess the Sharks, too, but the one team in the Bay Area that everybody can get behind um, or that has gotten behind. And, you know, I, I mean, uh, Kevin, you know, uh, you've said this a number of times, and, you know, we all, I think the one that the Royers really missed out on was the one against the Raptors, and that, that's just because everybody got hurt. But the second, the second one we lost, you know, and you, know, you and I were both at that game, Game 7, um, you know, if we win that game, Kevin Durant doesn't go to the Warriors the next year, and he probably goes to like some like Houston or San Antonio, and then they they win it. They run off a few of them. So, you know, it, it, that was terrible to lose that one. It was you know in the moment, but in the long run, we win two. And again, you know, watching everybody last night just really blasting Kevin Durant, which was kind of messed up, man. I mean, he you know he was here three years, took us to three finals. Um, you know, and it's you know I'm, I'm always, like you, I'm always going to be a big Kevin Durant guy, acknowledging that he is kind of a different individual and that, you know, the, the way he left was, was pretty whack. But I don't, I don't know. Th- I, I, look, he, he fulfilled his contract. He didn't cry his way off the team. I, I could never say one bad word about KD. I love, love KD. 100%. But then you're watching the news last night, and they had this, you know, and again, people live in the moment. I get that. But it was like, what's your favorite championship out of the four? And, like, you know, about 20% said the first one in 2015. You know, like 60% said last night. And then, like, there was, like, 1% in 2% for the Kevin Durant ones. And I think people just think, you know, we were, you know, that basically we couldn't lose at those two. And, you know, this is great. And when it's true, you know, it was good. And the guys were older. And, and dude, Clay, just those comments about the the, uh, the Memphis guy was phenomenal last night. Yeah, is it, did, do we know who the guy was that on Memphis? Yeah, that was, that was um, Jaron Jackson Jr., I think. And he said uh, regular season win Memphis. He said strength in numbers. And then Clay said, yeah, that clown, that bum. Bozo, dude. Those are like solid. Those are solid, uh, you know, caps as the kids say. Or not, not, they don't say them today, but we said them back in the 80s. Um, that's good stuff, though, man. It's just, and, and everybody, you know, just Clay, Clay was not game six Clay last night. He played great defense, but only 12 points. Um, you know, but Steph, you know, I was phenomenal, and and Draymond, and you know, give it, give him credit, man. They held Tatum to 13 points, and uh, I mean, Jalen Brown, we all like because he went to Cal. Uh, you know, went off last night, but they, it just the Warriors didn't seem to click on all cylinders at all the time. But then they were always just better than the other teams they were playing because those guys weren't clicking on the cylinders. So 
Great stuff for the Warriors. I don't know, man. You know, Stephen A. Smith says we can run it back next year. Uh, Wiggins is Wiggins is not back though, right? Wiggins is he's his contract expired, or what's what's his take, or what's his uh, status? You know? Oh, that's news to me. I thought Wiggins was under contract. Maybe okay, maybe he is. But I know he's getting like thirty million or something, and you know, thirty million doesn't buy you what it did, you know, <laughs> originally. But I mean, he was really, I mean, super solid there. And you figure, you know, our, our rookies are all going to get better, and you know, we were able to get through the playoffs because everybody was healthy. And you know we don't you know I, I I could see a lot of load management next year for Clay and and Draymond and Steph during the season as long as we get in there, uh, but yeah I'm I'm ready to run it back man ready to run it back. Andrew Wiggins uh, I just looked it up and he is under contract next year yes thirty three million okay yeah okay great thirty three and then obviously Iguodala won't be back or he may he may be you know, uh, Iguodala, the coaching Iguodala wasn't on the team this year to tell you the truth right <laughs> well he's coach he was assistant coach you know and that was I loved how he just like took. You know, last night you saw his demeanor, and he's like telling, you know, uh, Gary Payton the second, get your, you know what, do this and that. I mean, that was worth the price of, you know, admission, just you know, mm-hmm. in general. So I don't know, man. I, it's, uh, it's, 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 you know, again, you know, it's our team. You know, I'm gonna root for them. Unlike the Raiders who move states, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not Raider fan anymore. But um, you know, I won't be there Sunday, but uh, you know, or Monday rather, you know, Juneteenth, which is a federal holiday. So I think that's another good reason to have it on Monday and not Sunday. And, uh, you know, the A's got a win yesterday. Is so that a federal holiday? Tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's a federal holiday. I don't think it's, I don't think it's not a state holiday. But, yeah, no, uh, President Biden signed into law last year, Juneteenth, which, you know, you and I are history guys, so I knew about Juneteenth, you know, because I'm a history guy. But, you know, most people have only heard about this holiday since, or this event, you know, three, two, three, or in the past couple of years. And super messed up. You figure there's a huge war, 600,000 people die, and to end slavery is one of the, you know, primary goals of the war. And you're still in slavery two months later because some hicks in Texas uh, aren't going to tell you about it. So Juneteenth should be a holiday. Yeah, well, it has, yeah, you're right. The uh, emancipation of the uh, slaves, they usually recognize it on uh, June 19th, yeah, called Juneteenth. No doubt. Right, it, but, the, but I understand, no, but, but the war ended in April, and it wasn't until June till word got out to, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, the War of 1812, we didn't find out that the treaty had been signed <laughs> since 1814. <laughs> right, but you know, the, the, but I, I yeah, always, you know, hey, but our guy Andrew Jackson, you I, know, took care of business in New Orleans. So there I, you go. I always wonder how um, people even got elected president back in the day. It was all word of mouth. You maybe saw a drawing of him, you know. <laughs> I know. In a, yeah, in, how do people campaign? Right. No, I, I get all that, man. That's that's amazing how it works. And yeah, yeah well, it's uh, you know. Somehow we were able. Somehow our country was able to survive uh, till till 2022. So, anyway, I don't. Again, I always take your show to a screeching halt, uh, Rick. But uh, again, thanks for doing the great job you do. And uh, again, I'll be out there. At, uh, I guess it's Pride Night tonight at the Coliseum. So, let's see. Uh, let's go A's. Who are they playing? Uh, the Royals. So that'll be. <laughs> oh, the Royals. <laughs> we'll have probably five thousand. Yeah. The Royals, the Royals stayed in town because I just saw them at uh, at the Giants. That's couple, right. Couple days ago. Right. Well, that makes sense. You know, that you're going to do a West Coast trip. Well, well that's good for this people who actually schedule these things. I mean, that actually makes sense. I wonder if it was just a happy accident, but that makes sense to not make them fly all the way back to KC. Right, and it's you know you hear again West Coast trip. I mean, with the Red Sox did that last week too, right? They whooped us up and then went down and played the Angels or something, and and I think went to I don't know they stayed on the West Coast. Yeah. Obviously, in the days with trains, you know, you had to do it that way. But uh, right, well, that, yeah. that makes more sense when it's in the same league. But I remember, like, you know, the Warriors would do the the Texas swing. They would do the three right. Texas teams and then lose all three and come back. Lose all three, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
people just don't. Ah, I, and I, I made a point, and maybe it was, you know, maybe a couple beers talking last night, but I made a point of seeing young Warriors fans telling them how lucky they are to be Warriors fans in this era, and they didn't, old timers like me that just, or us, right, that saw, you know, one playoff appearance in 18 years, and just one. Bad draft pick after another, just futility after futility. So it but, just. But then on the other hand, I ad, I really admire Raider fans under thirty who have never seen them win Jack, and they're <laughs> they're loyal, loyal Raider fans. Or, you know, they've never seen him do anything. Um, they're 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 just gang. They're covering his gang members. Two week, two. Know? Unless they were a baby for Super Bowl thirty seven, they don't remember that. But I mean, it's just you know they've seen them go to yeah. two playoff games and their whole life basically and lose both of them. So yeah. I mean, I admire. Well, it's also like you know, again, Boston's a great sports town, and you know, its grandfathers are supporting. So I think a lot of that is just, hey, they had older, you know, their dad or their grandfather, or mm. older adults that, hey, the Raiders were good, you know, you, you know, and you know, the Raiders are cool to be, you know, fans, you know, nerdy guys like me, you know, we're big Raider fans just because, hey, I'm, I look cool because I'm wearing black, and uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm hanging out with guys with spikes and, uh, you know, being a tough guy, you know. But they left my city and haven't really watched it in two years, so don't plan on watching it this year. Although you you commented a lot after every Raider game, I think I think you were watching, and I think it's okay to follow the team since you. I think you did watch every game, Chris. I listened to the Rick Tittle show, and he Rick Rick gives me a lot of good uh, you know insight on the team, and then I just try to spin it around, you know, in in a much less intelligent way, but at least it sounds like I'm paying attention. So all right, I'll ask Rick when I see him. There we go. All yeah, right, Rick. Hey, <laughs> all right, thanks, can, Rick. all right, thanks, Chris. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's Chris out there, and. In Oakland, and, you know, there's a saying they have. It's a very Zen thing. You know, things like the ego is not your amigo and things like that. One of them is compare and despair. In other words, you know, was this championship better than this one? Was this championship better than that one? Why don't we just enjoy the championship? I think that's good. All right, I'll get to those World Cup host cities on the other side, but the lines are available. 1-800-878-7529. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. 
There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your ass. Rick Tittle's got a black belt in keeping it real. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. You know, it's funny. Me and Don were talking about guys who got rings. Like, I remember the Jose Calderon. He was on the Warriors for like 15 minutes. He never even put on the jersey. He got flipped. I think they gave him a ring. But Curry has four, Clay has four, Draymond has four, Iguodala has four. The only active player who has four besides those guys is LeBron. Looney has three. And then their first ever, Wiggins, Poole, Peyton, Wiseman, Kuminga, Porter, Bialicia, Lee, JTA, rocking the Mexican flag, Moses Moody, Chris Chioza, and Weatherspoon. He's getting one, too. But I remember when uh, the Warriors drafted uh, Moses Moody in the second round, and I was saying this is a guy who could have gone anywhere, and now he has, he's going to be playing with two of the greatest shooting guards in history. The greatest shooter in history is one of them, and he has a chance now to get a championship ring. And, uh, you know, you think about all the other rookies over the years that just are lucky enough to get drafted or signed, you know, the Macaws and the Jordan Bells and the the people like that. Uh, Moses Rudy was a first-rounder, that's right, later in the first round, that's right. Um, yeah, I was thinking Kaminga and then Moody later. But still, 
not too shabby. All right, lines are available, 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, the stadia were announced and host cities for the World Cup 2026, which we as Americans will co-host with Mexico and Canada. And there'll be three regions, East, Central, and West. In the East, the American cities will be New York, New Jersey. That's MetLife Stadium. It'll be Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. That's Boston. That was kind of a coup for them. We didn't think they'd get it. Philly, Lincoln Financial Field, and Miami at Hard Rock. Then one Canadian city, Toronto at BMO Field. That's where the Argos play. Central region will have one extra city than the other two with five. That'll be Dallas, uh, Texas, the, um, the Dallas Palace, Jerry Jones Arena, AT&T Stadium. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Kansas City, this is another one that we didn't think would get it. And I say we, I'm talking about me. With Arrowhead. Houston, Texas at NRG. And then the two Mexican cities, Monterey and Mexico City. That is Estadio BBVA and then Estadio Azteca, obviously. One more Mexican city to come. I think to have it in Dallas and Houston is stupid. Not that they're not great soccer towns and huge metropolitan areas because they are. Houston is off the chain growing like bigger than Dallas almost now. But I just thought they could have spread the wealth a little bit better. And then in the West, we have a Canadian city in Vancouver, um, Guadalajara, Mexico. It's BC Place and Estadio Akron. Um the BC Lions up there. Then you get San Francisco, which is really Santa Clara at Levi Stadium. You get the new Stan Kroenke Stadium with the Rams play at SoFi Stadium in LA. And then the dumbest one of all is Seattle at Lumen Field. A lot of these stadiums I just mentioned, they have to go out and get real grass, which they can do at the Pontiac Silverdome for the 1994 World Cup. They got these uh, hexagons of grass. They put in hexagonal grass and put it over the turf because they don't want to play in a plastic pitch that they did in the Women's World Cup in Canada. They did play in a plastic pitch. We call it AstroTurf, artificial turf. They're not going to do that in the World Cup. But the reason I say Seattle is stupid, because um, they um, they have uh, Vancouver. And I think it's just dumb to pinch those two together. That doesn't really work. So who really got screwed? Washington, D.C. got screwed. And it's hard to imagine coming to the United States and not playing in the capital city. Although they said there'll be a fan fest there. Now, what happened was FIFA looked at FedEx Field and they said, we don't like it. And so Washington, D.C., that host committee with their bid, trying to bid, panicked and said, we'll go to M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. We'll have all the festivities and VIP events in the Capitol, but we'll play all the games down in Baltimore. And they're like, you know what? We're good. So it was a huge choke by Washington. But as I mentioned, Boston and Kansas City were definitely on the bubble. But now we find out a guy who was sitting courtside. I looked at him. I go, who is that little guy? I go, oh, it's Robert Kraft. He was sitting courtside last night. He is friends 
with Gianni Infantino, the president of FIFA. <laughs> so now it's not a huge shocker because Foxborough did host 1994 World Cup games. You might remember that game in the rain where Maradona scored and he ran to the corner flag screaming that scowly face right into the camera and he grabbed it in the rain and the next day Maradona got kicked out of the World Cup because of his urine test. They said it was too yellow. No, they said uh, there were drugs. So um, there were other four finalists that got snubbed. Orlando, Florida, and it was either going to be Miami or Orlando, at least that's what I thought until we got two Texas teams. I guess it could have been both. Cincinnati never had a prayer, even though they have an NFL stadium. It's just, and they go, oh, we'll sell it out. Look, it's every game's going to sell out in the United States. Okay, It did in 94, so it really is now, even though it's expensive. We were the first World Cup ever to sell out. Did you know that? The country that doesn't know about soccer. We don't know what we're doing. It's because we're event hogs. And plus, we have a lot of foreigners or people with foreign backgrounds here. So Cincinnati lost out, and then Denver lost out. There's no way they're going to put it in Denver in that altitude. All I got to say is, Denver, get out of here with your bid. And then Nashville, Tennessee. And Nashville, Tennessee was torpedoed around the future of that NFL stadium right now. But uh, those four um, could still host team-based camps, could still host pre-tournament friendlies. I mean, most participating national teams are going to train at colleges and MLS facilities. Someone is going to be training... Um, you know, at uh, not a via, what is it? PayPal stadium by the airport in San Jose, the earthquake stadium. Um, you know, when I was working the world cup, um, Brazil was staying in Los Altos and training at San Jose state. Uh, Cameroon was staying at the Lafayette park hotel and training at St. Mary's college. So they'll, they'll be around. But as I said, these fan fests at the press conference, Someone said, um, what about D.C. at least getting a fan fest? And um, the guy at the mic said, well, we're still, you know, and then Infantino cut him off and said, yes. Okay. Well, Infantino was asked, okay, well, is the final going to be at Estadio Azteca? Cheeky question. He said, there will be some games at the Estadio Azteca. BDD, you'd like to call, please hang up and dial again. Uh, 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 uh. He just said, there'll be games there. Didn't say which ones. No, the final is either going to be in Los Angeles, like it was last time, or it's going to be in New York. Those are the only two options. I can tell you how off I was. I assumed from day one that Las Vegas was going to get a team, and they were scared by the gambling aspect. Because they had their World Cup draw in 93 in Las Vegas. They love Las Vegas. But I guess they just, you think about all the, not just American gambling, but gambling in Europe is way huger. Gambling in Asia? Get out of here. Just think about the Vegas tie. They just wanted no part of it, and I I understand it now. But here's the thing. They're going to be... Um, 
80 games because they're going to expand to 42 teams. Sorry, 48 teams. If you can't get in the World Cup next time, Italy, you suck. If you miss three in a row when they're going to go to 48 teams, I know you play in UEFA, but still. So the North American Bid Committee originally uh, proposed a minimum of five games per city with at least two knockout games each. So right now, the vice president of FIFA, and he has a fiefdom, Victor Montagliani, he says he's trying to get his schedule as soon as he can because we know all the teams now. If you didn't see over the weekend, Costa Rica beat New Zealand. I was watching that game. The Kiwis are out. Yet another team from CONCACAF is in. We know that uh, Wales got by Ukraine to get in after Ukraine dispatched Scotland. It's Scotland. So um, the top two candidates for the final, according to a source, are New York and Dallas. Now, that's surprising to me because I just assumed it would be Los Angeles again. Now, Dallas, I remember as a media volunteer last year, was our media hub because it was in the middle of the country, and I get that. But, you know, I just assumed Chicago would be in, and Chicago said FIFA was not willing to negotiate with them. Apparently, they were playing hardball, which was a dumb thing to do. You're supposed to get on your knees and kiss butt. And they were like, well, if you want to come here, you got to pay us. I mean, it's just like, nah, we're good. Montreal pulled out at the last minute saying they didn't have the cash. And then Minneapolis put in a bid. And then FIFA said, well, you know, we get tax breaks. And uh, Minneapolis said, we're not going to give you any tax breaks. And so FIFA said, nice, nice talking to you. Minneapolis bid committee said in a statement, quote, Specifically, we were requesting flexibility on the financial liability caps and or stronger estimates on the anticipated costs associated with the events. Look, this is the big leagues, Minneapolis, and you ain't in it. If you're worried about costs, it's just like Olympics. You're probably, you might lose money. I shouldn't say probably. But it's just like the Olympics. The host city contracts are very one-sided. The Olympics get everything they want, and you end up decades in debt. And FIFA is going to play the same game. It's like, you're lucky we're even considering you. I'm not going to bow down to you. So, you know, listen, for a lot of these cities, it's like you got like KC. Infantino talked about these clusters because he said he didn't want his, quote, travel crazy distances for the players or the fans. And he said 2026 will be much, much, much bigger than 1994. I think this part of the world doesn't realize what will happen here in 2026. I mean, these three countries will be upside down. The world will be invading Canada, Mexico, and the United States, and they will be invaded by a big wave of joy and happiness and also by Putin's Russian troops. Actually, he left that last part out. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick old break and get on back on Byline. Listen up, guys. 
Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to to go now, Dwayne, because I'm due back on the planet Earth.
Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that. Uh, we just have about a minute left. And, <clears throat> you know, I was thinking when... Um, oh, we have Charlie. Charlie, I got you for one minute. Congratulations. Congratulations for what? The, uh, the uh, avalanche one? <laughs> so, uh, real quick, Warriors. Um, uh, I'm, if this makes sense, as a fan, I'm happy. Of course, I'm happy they won. I, of the four titles, I, this is the most meaningful to me because it was the most improbable. Um, but I'm more happy because of what it does to all the naysayers, the Kendrick Perkins, the Bill Simmons, the Portnoy's, who, who the other idiots, Nick Wrong, uh, Charles Barkley. Why, why does this team not get the respect it deserves? Why does Curry not get the respect he deserves? And can you answer that in a minute? I, I think, well, I think it's because people love to be naysayers. They love to be contrarians. And you know what? On that, I got to go. Have a great weekend. All right, buddy. I'll call you Monday with the same question. See you later. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. I'm Rick Tittle. And, uh, yeah, Monday's the parade. Are we doing a Juneteenth show? I guess we are, right? All right. We'll see. It'll either be a great rerun, a lousy rerun, or a live show, which will be great or lousy. I promise. 9 a.m. Monday. Yeah, man. I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.